Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, soulful conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been lovingly curating for you since 2006. We are in the final episodes of celebrating our 15th year as pleasure mechanics together and in love, in relationship together. We started this business three months into dating and here we are 15 plus years later and we have been devoted to creating resources so you can explore more pleasure, erotic joy and intimate connection on your own terms, at your own pace, from the privacy of your own home, using our online courses, podcasts, worksheets, resources, all of what we have been creating for you. Check it all out at pleasuremechanics.com. If you are new to the show, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash free and sign up for our free online course so we can bring you our foundational resources directly to your inbox. If you have been with us for a while, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash love and find ways to dive deeper with us yet. Happy anniversary, darling. Thank you. So (laughs) glad to be here with you all. On today's episode, we are pivoting out of our penetration series. We have spent the past few episodes talking all about playing with penetration and making it more joyful and erotic and arousing for everyone involved. And today we're going to be talking about playing without penetration. How do we connect as erotic beings when penetrative sex of one sort or another is inaccessible or unavailable to us, either temporarily or for what seems like forever? How do we play without penetration? And what's interesting to me is, you know, as much as this is a continuation of the penetration series, it's also a continuation of the getting off script series. And this is kind of how this podcast works. We go from topic to topic. It's one long conversation. I wish we were all around a big dinner feasting table for hours so we could just go with the flow of this erotic conversation. But that's why we have 400 plus episodes for you. That's why we have been here for 15 years. That's why I laugh when people say 400 episodes, don't you run out of things to talk about? It's like, no, never, because sexuality is so complex. And we are going to feel that in this topic today. So just to say from the beginning, this episode, like all episodes, will be an incomplete conversation about a complicated topic. You will find more resources in the show notes page as we always try to gift to you links and episodes to continue the conversation and provide you resources. Um, But especially with today's topic, because we'll be treading some territory around medical conditions of all kinds that change the way our bodies feel about penetrative sex. Um, And so if you want more support or resources around your specific condition, we of course can't do that all in one episode. And so you'll find some links um, that will 
start you on that path in the show notes. Um, and you'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com slash change is where I'll link to a lot of these resources about when our life changes dramatically. Um, because when we talk about playing without penetration, let's just say from the start, like we can take penetration off the menu for all sorts of reasons, um, for gender identity reasons, for celibacy reasons, for just changing it up and changing what's possible for you. Um, but sometimes life throws us a change and especially with medical stuff, all of a sudden our bodies don't work the same way they used to. And our sex life dramatically changes. And I say sudden, this can be gradual or very sudden, such as a injury or an accident. Um, all sorts of medical conditions and illnesses lead to the moment where you realize that penetrative sex is no longer a possibility. So what then? Um, yeah, so we're talking kind of from all of these different angles when we say playing without penetration, right? That could be temporary, could be long-term, could be medical, could be otherwise. We are holding that all with tenderness and compassion. We live in a culture that is so preoccupied with the myth that penetrative intercourse is the right way, the ultimate way to have sex. And we dismantle that in so many of our podcasts. Yeah. Because Even hearing you say that, I'm like, still? Yeah, still. Yeah, but it's yeah. really integrated in our minds and our bodies. And so... This is another opportunity for us to really unpack that and know that there are so many other ways our bodies can play to access pleasure, connection, play, arousal, orgasm, all the things that we go to sex to access are still available to us with this sex act off the menu. It's true, but sometimes we have to like get through a huge conversation in our heads and with each other to realize that. Absolutely. And we've been kind of holding this conversation since the beginning of Pleasure Mechanics because one of our first projects was about prostate massage. And so we started hearing from a lot of folks with prostate conditions. And that's one of the medical things that is so common. And we don't really talk about the sexual impact a prostate condition can have. Um, for a person either temporarily or for what feels like permanently. And I'll say that a few times here, what feels like forever, because one thing we know about the bodies is they change and then they change again. And sometimes one of the feelings we have to get through first is the despair. Mm -hmm. And for newer folks listening to the podcast, you know, I'll just remind you like five, six years ago, I, Chris had my own health crisis and almost died and was in a very intense critical state for many many months years um and so our 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 relationship has been impacted by this and i remember that feeling of like i am broken beyond repair go on without me and that feeling of despair in life in general right and a big illness or injury can throw that at us in life in general i can't work the way i used to Maybe I can't contribute income the way to the family that I used to. I can't parent the way that I used to. And now I can't have sex the way that I used to. I am broken. That feeling sucks. And it is so real for so many people, especially in a world that says, if you can't have sex this way, 
you are broken or you are lesser than. And so a huge part of this episode is saying sex, meaning the pleasurable touch, the intimate connection, the hotness, the arousal, the sharing that with another human or not doing it with yourself, that is available to you on your own terms, no matter what. And once we take that in and we see that little glimmer of hope, and I had to give this to myself even after a lifetime of being a sex educator, it's like, okay, what is possible from right here, right now? And if we can answer that question of like, what is the measure of my pleasure, right? We say pleasure is the measure. What is the measure of my pleasure right now? How can I meet that for myself and with a beloved human, right? And in this episode, always, we want to hold that both and like sexuality is with ourselves. How do we pleasure and touch ourselves? How do we have orgasms with ourselves? And then also, how do we share it? So we'll try to hold those two questions. But first, just to name that despair, like you are not broken, no matter how bad what is happening or has happened to you is. And we should also name trauma here. Right. So there's all sorts of conditions. There are cancers. Your mom just died of vulva cancer. And we don't talk about vulva cancers very often in this culture. Uterine cancers, sometimes breast cancers, all sorts of cancers and the treatment of cancers can really impact sexual interest and or functioning. Right. And so when we say playing without penetration, that can usually mean that like the holes are not wanting to be penetrated because those tissues are too tender, they're injured, they're out of service in some way. Or the rest of your body, you're in a full body cast for nine months. You know, there's all sorts of reasons. Um, your pelvic holes might not want to be penetrated and or your mouth hole, right? Um, and just to be specific there again, right? Like we all have different holes that we can play with in different combinations. And so if one hole is not working, maybe others are, but maybe none of them are. So we need to account for all of that too. <sighs> There's so much there. So we're talking about noticing the change, allowing for the despair and the grief that might come up about the situation and the change. And that makes sense. And again, in this culture, so many people are experiencing that alone, even though many, many, many people have and do experience that. So finding ways that you can be in community with other people who are experiencing something similar is so important for your mental health and for knowing that you are not alone. But also to be in this community, having conversations about how you can access pleasure and intimate connection, no matter your situation, is really valuable. And we hear from so many of you that are connected with people with similar conditions online. And that's one of the gifts online community offers us is these forums full of people with similar symptoms, syndromes, conditions, illnesses, injuries, right? And what we hear, though, is even within those forums, there's a shared despair and glimmers of hope, right? And the shared despair is because as a culture, we don't have too much of a conversation, right? There's not a broader conversation of, well, these are all the ways you can play. And so that's part of what we want to offer, especially on the second half of this episode, is really naming all of the ways we can engage erotically to generate pleasure together to create that shared joy of sex 
because one of the most heartbreaking things I hear from so many of you, right? And so forums for not only the cancers, but things like lichen sclerosis, which is an autoimmune condition, a skin condition um, that affects the vulva and the genital area, um, things like vulvodynia and vaginismus. Um, and a lot of these conditions don't have a lot of medical support, especially if you don't live near a big city with specialists. Um, and especially in a broken medical system, I'll just name it like the one we live in here in America, we don't have access to adequate medical support. So we end up self-diagnosing or peer supporting online and we can share what works for us too. Um, as well as just that sense of, I am not alone in this. And when I say you're not alone, you're not alone only, not only because there's whole communities of people with similar struggles as yours, but also because you are worthy of being loved. You are capable of having a great sex life. And if I can be that kind of beacon of hope for you right now and say that someone out there is so ready to love up on you so good in the ways that your body can experience and process and like the ways that feel sexy to you right now, even if that means nowhere near the genitals, there is an erotic being with that level of creativity and generosity hungry for you. And when we feel into that abundance out there, and that's true, I think no matter where you live and we can connect with each other erotically online. Um, and we should talk about that, right? The way technology allows us to connect as erotic human beings, no matter where our bodies are at. Um, there's so much hope in that too, right? And it's just like, we have to kind of give ourselves that gift of reminding ourselves because we often feel more broken. We feel sicker. We feel lesser than we are. And this is a lesson, like shout out to our great mentor, teacher, poet, warrior, Audre Lorde, who talks about self-abnegation and self-denial. It is so easy, especially when we are ill, to self-abnegate and to turn ourselves against ourselves and say, well, I might as well give up. I am broken now. And there's a self-collapse in that that we need to struggle against. And it helps if we have a loving partner, right? Like when I got sick, I had Charlotte right there by my side, like ready to love me with a ferocity, right? That was a gift she gave me. And sometimes we have to give it to ourselves and declare we are lovable. You are worthy of pleasure, no matter what your body can experience. You are worthy of discovering and exploring mm. what is pleasurable to you now and in your future. And when we say pleasurable, if you're really sick or injured, like sometimes that just means comfortable. Mm -hmm. Getting comfortable is a pleasure. And when I was really, really sick and in a ton of firestorms of pain, Charlotte would just put one hand on my back and we would just breathe together. And just being comfortable for a moment was a way we shared that pleasure. That was enough. Um, but we claimed those moments as if they were gold. Because amidst the pain, amidst the hell of being sick, moments of shared comfort and joy, right? Having a song on where you can both kind of be in the music together, like whatever. And when we say what is available to you, we really mean it. And we've been there where the pleasure available to you was like 
the sun's coming in the window the right way. It's hitting my face. I feel good in my body. Just lie with me for five minutes in stillness. And that's the shared joy. And in the second part of this episode, we'll talk way more about sharing all sorts of other kinds of pleasures and joys. Because sometimes our bodies have a lot of energy for sex. Our minds have a lot of energy for sex. We are horny. We are turned on. But this one act that we've kind of relied on, that's been part of the script, that's been assumed is not available to us. And so we can't let that take us out of the game altogether. As you grieve and as you notice what your body can do right now, let us look at what is possible. Let's look at what pleasures and what what is available to you from this place. Because creativity can happen when there are constraints. So we can still look for opportunities to play, opportunities to cultivate and experience pleasure and connection together but within these new constraints or within this new situation but it takes something it takes some looking for and exploring what is possible and desirable and of interest to you right now and like most of what we talk about on this podcast it's that internal work right the self-conversation of okay what is available to me what is my body up for and then the relational conversation and that changes depending on if you're in a long-term relationship or if you're trying to date new people right and we'll talk a little bit more about this on future episodes but right now Charlotte and I are both in our 15-year relationship and dating new people as we open up our marriage and erotic partnership Um, and so I'm experiencing this too where you have to kind of disclose certain things about your body and your desires and what you're up for, right? This is a boundary for some people. Um, And it can be a boundary under duress. I really love having sex, but this is not available to me right now because of this medical condition. Or I don't love penetrative sex, but I'm into all these other things. And so when it comes to dating or courting new suitors, I don't know why I just said, if it comes to like meeting new partners, my thought here is to lead with it sooner rather than later, if not in your profile itself, like hinting that you're into more creative kinds of erotic play, um, leading with your kinks. We'll talk about this a little bit in the next part of the episode, but like, what are you really, really into and good at? And centering that so you attract partners who are into that part of you Um, or in that getting to know one another phase, like as you feel safe with someone and feel like you might want to connect with them deeper, um, use your disclosure of this medical or personal boundary as a way of vetting their compassion and curiosity and creativity. Right. And so for me, there's a disclosure of diabetes and medical equipment and bruising on my belly. And I have to wear this device. And oh, it's kind of awkward. And the best responses have been like, oh, how do I take care of you? What do I need to know to take care of you? Um, Of course, that's okay. Like, what do I need to know to work around it? Like, tell me what you need, baby. That is so beautiful to hear. And like, to really feel into that, how vulnerability and honesty go hand in hand. To be the most real, honest version of yourself, yes, it opens you up to that vulnerability, but it also opens you up to that intimacy and that part of yourself being held and loved and cherished too. So 
either it's your long-term partner and you're reinventing your erotic life. And in many ways, that's like a new erotic partnership starting up. Like, how are we going to play now? Now that you're undergoing this prostate treatment, now that you're working with your trauma therapist and no longer want to have penetrative sex, now that you were just in that accident and have to recover for the next few years, right? Like life throws us these things all the time. And so how do we have this conversation over and over again of like, what will our erotic life look like now? So one big ally here is toys, tools, and technology. Of all kinds, in all the ways, we're going to shout out a few options that work for folks when their tissues are not cooperating with penetration, but we will miss most of the options because it's really a boundless thing of like what toys and tools will bring you the kinds of pleasure you most want, right? So when it comes to vulva tissues being sensitive, one option that's emerged in the past few years are the air suction pulsator technology toys, and we'll have links in the show notes. If you haven't tried one of these, it's a must try. If vibrators and dildos and those kinds of toys are too intense and don't work for your tissues anymore, these toys send air waves. And so you don't even have to touch the tissues to get stimulation. Game changer for a lot of folks. Um, So that's one option is to change the kind of toy giving stimulation to your genitals and see what it can tolerate. Um, Because again, most of your genital tissue is inside your body. And so if you can get stimulation there, you still might be able to get a boner and get off. And that can be so liberating. It's like, oh, wow, I can still do this. Um, or it can just be a mild buzz, pleasant, good sensation that you add into other things, right? And again, this will take experimentation and curiosity and being willing to try things that might not work. But please just keep adjusting and experimenting until you find what does work for you right now. And I think there's a willingness to know that there might be some misses along the way and that that's okay. So one of the toys that has worked really well for some people who like penetration but not really deep penetration is the O-nut. This is a silicone ring that people put around a cock and it allows for penetration to happen but for the penis not to go as deep into the vagina. So some people find it super helpful. Experiment and see if that's something that might work for you. Right it's like a bumper for penetration because again the conditions here are so different. Some people it's the skin itself that's tender For other people, the skin is fine, the pain is deep inside, right? So only you know what's going on with your body um, and where the adjustment needs to be made, right? So those two toys are actually a good juxtaposition because one is to create stimulation if the skin itself is really tender or super sensitive versus a toy if penetration itself feels okay but not too deep. And our friends at the Onut have also created what they call the Pelvic Pain Perception Project, And a link will be in the show notes page, which is a tool that helps you talk about your pelvic pain with your healthcare providers. Because again, your specific experience of your genitals, of your holes, is really specific to you. Pain itself is very subjective. And we need better tools and language to share that experience so we get the right treatment and get solutions that we deserve. 
So check that out. If pelvic pain has been an issue for you or someone you love, um, send this episode to your friends who you know are struggling with this because we need better conversations because so many of us struggle with these things alone. So you've got things like the air pulsators, the O-nut, the fleshlight, and different kinds of stroker toys are great if you don't have a hole to put your shaft in, your partner's loving, hard-throbbing shaft that wants to play, then you can put it in a toy, right? And so something like a flashlight or another stroker, you can hold and use in so many different ways to get your partner off if your hole is not the way your partner's going to get off, right? And so just there's a million ways you can play with this, right? Like handheld with dirty talk. Uh, I worked with a couple once who really were missing the body to body intimacy of fucking. Um, And they were so brave with their conversations and in how they worked with this together. Um, But they came up with a solution where she would hold a fleshlight on top of her pubic bone and then he'd kind of get on top of her in their favorite positions and fuck the fleshlight while it rocked against her pubic bone and kind of got her off and they got to kiss and be neck to neck and eye to eye in all of the same ways that they had missed. And I remember that email so well, the like celebratory, we did it, aha moment when they brought their creativity and some tools and some patience and communication to what had been a real struggle, you know? And they say thank you to us, but all we do is root you on as you take these brave and bold steps for yourself. Like what might work for us, right? And so there's things like intercruel penetration, right? Through the thigh gap where you push your thighs together and lube them up and you can fuck that. You can fuck an armpit with a lot of delight, right? These things are possible get really, really good at oral sex, and that's your specialty. And you just own that, right? We can use toys and tools in all sorts of ways. I also want to give a shout out to the amazing toy from our sponsor for this episode. The Handy is an automatic stroker device. You strap in a stroker of your choice, either the beautiful one it comes with or any stroker you love, and then its beautifully designed motor moves the stroker up and down using 10 built-in sensors to give you an endless variety of stroke speeds and depths. You can control it manually, hand the remote control over to your partner, or have the toy sync with a video of your choice, or even immerse yourself in virtual reality porn while the handy strokes you in sync with the action of the video. With tools like this, the erotic possibilities are boundless for solo and partnered play. We loved playing with the handy and we definitely recommend it as something for you to check out if you're ready for a new pleasure tool in your toolbox. You can save $10 off your order when you go to thehandy.com and use the code pleasure at checkout. That's the handy, the H-A-N-D-Y.com, thehandy.com. Use the code pleasure at checkout. 
And if you get a handy, let us know what you're doing with it. We are collecting the stories of how our pleasure mechanics community of erotic explorers are putting the handy to work. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash hello and share your stories, your questions, and your aha moments with us. That's pleasuremechanics.com slash hello. And big thanks to The Handy for sponsoring this episode. Get yours at thehandy.com. Use the code pleasure. So there are endless toys and tools and technology to put to work to expand your erotic horizons. Because that's really what we're talking about here is how do we, when we decenter penetrative sex, and we talk about this just as like for everyone to decenter penetrative sex because it opens up so many other horizons. But sometimes we have to do that under duress and that kind of sucks. And so like to like honor that and to think about what parts of sex we are missing. Because it's all too easy to be like, well, I can't have sex, the capital S sex anymore, you know, the sex. I can't have the sex anymore. And so all of that is off the table for me. But when we really unpack what we are putting in the sex, there's so many experiences we can say yes to. So skin contact, shared intimacy, breath to breath, body to body hotness, right? Like there's so many different parts of sex that we might be craving. What would something like an erotic massage offer you? Right. And erotic massages, you know, that's our lineage, how we met each other. Our why behind this work is because we learned this erotic experience that had nothing to do with penetration or even ejaculation. And it was such an amazing erotic experience. People flew all around the world to come to workshops to learn it. And I heard on the massage table so many times from people saying this is better than sex, quote unquote, meaning the sex, the penetrative sex, because they were experiencing higher levels of arousal and pleasure and turn on than they were in their regular penetrative sex. So so slow that down for a minute. When you say you heard from people on the table, this is better than sex. What were you doing to them? I was giving them a full body massage and then giving them erotic massage, giving them long, prolonged longed genital touch taking them to the brink of orgasm but then backing away doing that multiple times until it was finally time for them to come and then letting or not or not but that prolonged arousal after being deeply deeply relaxed in their body from a full body massage I think is an incredible um, formula for deep and profound pleasure. And that, that is all with your hands. To. That is just with hands. Yes. Yeah. And so when I met Charlotte, she was an erotic masseuse in high demand in the San Francisco Bay Area. And she was giving people these peak erotic experiences just with her hands standing next to a massage table. Mm-hmm. And so just to have that image, like that is what is possible to us. And she had regulars like devotees that would come for this experience because it is so good. It is not lesser than. No. Right? The 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 experience of being touched, the, our full body being touched, our genitals being stimulated with that much precision and arousal and focus of attention, right? That we can give one another with our hands, with toys, with tools. Um, it is 
really reminds us that our sexual experience is so much bigger than penetration, but we need to have reminders of that. And we need to have permission to open up to these experiences. So all of that, by the way, is in our foreplay mastery course. When we got together, we were both trained in this erotic massage lineage. And we were like, how do we share this with people? And so we actually made the decision to start using the language of hand jobs and fingering and foreplay because it's what you all know it as. It's what the language people were asking about is how do I extend foreplay? Well, you extend foreplay by touching one another more, by stimulating one another with your hands without any agenda, with long, luxurious arousal, right? That's an experience so many of us want, and it's available to us through full body massage, through erotic touch techniques. So pleasuremechanics.com slash touch, you will find all of that. And, you know, we have been evangelical about erotic touch and also about anal touch because anal play opens up a whole new horizon for people. A lot of people, after they experience prostate cancers, experience anal pleasures for the first time and have a whole new erotic horizon opened up to them. And they're like, oh, wow, why did I wait to cancer to discover this? Right. So our buttholes are new terrain for a lot of us. Kink is a place a lot of us can play when penetrative sex is either not on the menu or no longer desirable to you for some reason kink offers a boundless playground of ways to connect with other human beings without clothes ever coming off maybe without genitals ever being touched maybe genitals being touched in all new ways that do feel available to you so we just need to like ring the bell over and over of how much play is available to us and then you need to give yourself permission to follow your curiosity But this question of how do you play without penetration, it really opens up like, well, how do you want to play, my dear? What does your body want to experience? What is feeling good to you right now? But it really does involve having this open-minded idea that pleasure and connection can come from all these different activities and they count, they matter, because the goal is your pleasure. And that can be found so many ways. And just to test that, like, you know, you can hear us say this, but something like a prolonged naked cuddle, Mm, yum. for example, in a lot of relationships, if one of you can get brave enough to say, can we just get naked and hold one another? And you just sink into bed and the sheets are just right and the music is just right or not. And the silence is good, whatever it is, like the context, right? We talk about that context. If you can just hold one another naked and take that in, we can remember how our bodies want to talk to one another and take it from there. There are slow, sweet pleasures. There are intense pleasures. There are kinds of pleasures that, you know, like your body needs something specific. We can't tell you what that is. But there's so many ways to play beyond fucking one another's holes. As much as we love that, we just devoted three episodes to it, right? Like holes are glorious. We love our bodies. We love the capacity to go inside one another. And let's come back to the skin and then also the mind, right? So much of what we're talking about here is psychogenic stimulation, stimulation of the mind. 
you can get one another off just through words, mm. texting and sexting, right? Because one of the reasons penetration isn't available is long distance, right? Sometimes our bodies are not able to be in the same space. So how do we play with one another? And this is where the creativity is really boundless. I've been sending my new lovers a lot of erotic art, right? And so I find erotic art that inspires me. Um, I do a lot of collaging of erotic art. And so just sending an image and then sharing a few words about why that image is hot, like that creates a connection that counts, and we can accumulate these things. It's like a snow flurry becoming a snowman. I don't know why I just said that, but um, we'll roll with that metaphor, right? Like each little moment of pleasure, positive context of shared pleasure, of shared joy, of making one another laugh with stupid metaphors, right? How you connect with one another is what sees you through these moments of big change, these moments of like um, internal change, right? Maybe one of you is going through a gender affirmation and the kind of sex you used to have is no longer a fucking option. It's not on the table, but what is? And you want to stay connected. Maybe one of you has had a shitty injury, right? We've just had a friend who on the brink of their marriage, their wedding day, had a life-changing, disastrous injury. What then? We don't give up on each other. Mm. And we don't declare ourselves broken. We grieve. We take the time we need to heal. We integrate the change. We work with the trauma if there was any. We come back to one another and we ask, how can I love you right now? How can I care for you? How can I show up for you? And this includes to yourself. How can you pleasure yourself right now? It's a simple question that's life changing if we ask it over and over again with an open heart and curiosity and compassion. It's so beautiful because this involves acceptance and accepting where you are. And also let us remember that there are so many reasons we turn towards sex, we turn towards pleasure. And what are the reasons and what is the what kind of experience are you wanting, seeking, desiring? And there are so many other ways to meet those needs. We often collapse that all into intercourse. But no, when you're talking about full body hugs, we often want lots of full body touch. We just want to be close to each other. So looking for the ways to meet those needs in other ways. Or maybe you're lying there sick and you need to feel thrilled. Mm -hmm. I remember Excitement. one of the mm -hmm. feelings being sick was like, my life is now this mundane medical maintenance thing. And I need to find ways to feel alive again. But my body feels like I remember this feeling of like, I'm kinky as fuck. I am wanting thrill, but my body is what it is. Is this available to me? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to get creative here. You know, we have to really be honest about what we want and where we're at and what is available to us in that moment. And then remind ourselves that change can happen again and again. And our bodies are resilient as fuck. And some things will never change, right? My diabetes will never change. Although, apparently, hope is on the horizon. I didn't even tell you this yet. There's new treatments on the horizon, Charlotte. 
exciting. Um, it is exciting, but this yeah. is the thing. Medicine's always changing. Treatments are changing. Sometimes you try something for one thing and it changes and all of a sudden your pussy's back online, right? Like your body might surprise you again and to give it that grace. And I think when we meet it deeply where it's at with love and compassion and just a little pleasure practice to wrap up this episode is like, no matter where your genitals are at or what they've been through, if you can bring yourself, even if over a blanket, just put one hand over your genitals or over your mons, your pubic bones somewhere and the other hand over your heart and just be with yourself for a few breaths even and just accept where you're at. Just that moment of acceptance and you can build from there and then ask yourself like, what now? What next? What's possible? And we are here for you in that exploration, whether it is full body massage and the pleasures of a foot massage or a great spanking and exploring your wildest kinks or the meditation of mindful sex while you lie in bed and recover. That's when I wrote that course. We are here for you. We have been here for 15 years exploring the erotic labyrinth together, and we will continue together. We are supported by you all. Thank you for being here with us. Explore all that we have to offer at PleasureMechanics.com. I will curate some resources for this episode specifically at PleasureMechanics.com slash change because our bodies are always a changing. And we will see you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Pleasure.